I've been nude on film. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do you want to kick this bitch in the tits then? (laughs) (laughs) So many intro, I'm saving some of these. Right, okay. God, I was going to do something so bad. I hate this bit. Hello and welcome to this week's Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast. Hello everyone, again. (laughs) (laughs) What, Erky? Do you want to do it again? That was low key. You're doing this weird sort of... Hello everyone. (laughs) I don't know, sorry, I'll try it again. The the problem is I've got this and I don't know what to do with it. I like... Do you need a little yeah. table? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, mm. right. So introduce it again then. Yeah, start again. Okay. Hello and welcome to this week's Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. We are here again to discuss the week's news. Yes. And get on <laughs> sure. with it. I don't know. <laughs> so what are we doing this week? We're doing news, yeah? And we're chatting about some bollocks. That's what it's every single week. We're here to chat some bollocks and voice our opinions on the news. There. The news. The news. And make chewing noises and <laughs> crunchy noises with Haribo. Sponsored by Haribo this week, so thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. Thanks, Haribo. Yeah. Quite cool. Um, I don't need to tell you who's here anymore, do I? Because why are you so much taller than us? Because I'm sitting up. I decided. I look. I looked at myself. Don't. Don't. No. I think the lever's over your side. Fine. You're really going to do this? I am. There we go. Oh. There we go. Oh. There we go. Look at that. I don't like the implicit hierarchy that you were suggesting. It's a bit of a <laughs> dick power move. Maybe I just <laughs> liked being tall. This is Russ, by the way. Hello. And this is Tom. Hello. And I am Dan. So, yes. <laughs> right. So, we're going to kick off in the same way that we kick off every one of our news slash bollocks pods. Um, Russ, what have you been up to? I have been... Uh, I've been Skyrimming. I and saw that. Re- How do you see that? Creepy. Creepy. I'm just watching you. Okay. Um, <laughs> and not on your Xbox. Really window. hard not to get distracted, which is which was my failing last time. Sorry. Um, so I'm sticking with the story mission as much as I can, and it's giving me so much anxiety because my miscellaneous list in the <laughs> journal thing is now just full of people going, oh, can you take this letter? Can you go and have a look at this? Talk to this guy. You're not saying the dragons? I need ten of these. <laughs> and it seriously, it gets me so anxious. Yeah. Every oh, there's a sword fucker that comes up to you, go and deliver your own sodding message. <laughs> they're very lazy NPCs. That's very lazy NPCs. But no, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm sort of churning through the, uh, the main story missions. What sort of character have you gone for? I'm a kind of... Combination mage and single-handed combat. Interesting one. And I'll, I'll end up doing quite a bit of archery as well. I prefer ranged combat because that's what the, the melee combat. Do is. a bit of everything. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, shocking. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm not bothering with any sort of like two-handed stuff, heavy armor, tank type approach. I usually keep up nimble. going stealthy archer. I don't really bother with stealth. Do you know? What? I quite like no. stealthy. I prefer to just walk in, kick the door down. <laughs> Nearest person you see, set fire to them. Turns out it was a child. This is just an inn. Doesn't matter. That's the pro. Any door you go through, kick it down, set fire to someone. Yeah. yeah. Mercy shot. And then you're just like, honey, I'm home. Yeah. Uh, I've missed yeah. you. I made you a meal. You're, you're feeding a child killer. That's precisely the sort of stuff I'm not doing this time. I spent way too much time... Getting married, yeah. setting up a house, <laughs> and just doing general Adopting admin. children. 
fucking do this in real life. Why am I doing this in a game? <laughs> yeah. Except the Sims conundrum. In real life, mm. I'm unable to tan leather. That's true. <laughs> uh, you're the kind of person that if like you got bought a voucher for a leather tanning experience, you're the kind of person that would come back and go, well, I nailed it, obviously. Yeah, I'll Yeah. So, you know. So, Skyriming. Hmm. I don't know what else we do. I love Skyriming, by the way. Rimming the sky. Rimming the sky. Uh, Before watching Stranger Things, we're just quickly going through (laughs) 11 seasons of Frasier again. (laughs) (laughs) For the uh, the third time. I love the fact you just nip that in the bud straight away. We still haven't done Stranger Things. Leave us alone. It's really good, dude. Stranger Things is great, right? Get around to it at some point. Uh. I don't know what else. Oh, but there's been a few exciting movie trailers, but we can maybe talk about that in the new section. I've got a little bit. Yeah, so you've got some trailers then? Yeah, yeah some okay. trailers. That's about it. Excellent. Cool. What have you been up to? What are we doing me again? Second? That's no, not you. Oh, okay. I was looking at you, but I was talking to you. Okay. Yeah. Tom, what have you been up it's, to? It's difficult, isn't it, Russ? Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure thing, Russ. Hmm? It doesn't work when I say it. Sorry. <laughs> you were talking to Tom. Yeah, okay. It doesn't work. Yeah, I did it wrong, didn't Just I? Don't get I it, messed yeah. it up, didn't I? Sorry. Sorry. See, that skit was going really well until you got involved. I feel <laughs> the opposite of Batman. It's the only person ever to get kicked out of an improv class. Just, <laughs> yeah. just not being able to cope with it. <laughs> Tom, what have you been up to? When I put Haribo in my mouth. I um, have been playing a lot of Resident Evil 7. You like it? I really like it. I really, really like it. It is scary. Don't poopy in your pants yet? Um, there have been a few moments where it was really quite tense and scary there's a particular bit quite near the beginning which was in all the sort of gameplay trailers and the sort of first reveals and stuff like that which um, you're um, having dinner with the family that have captured you I say having dinner it's basically a collection of body parts that they're trying to feed you bits of Nice. it's pretty grim Um, and suddenly they all leave the room you know in some sort of contrived reason a cop shows up and um, suddenly you Manage to work your way loose. You sort of creep out the door and kind of look around, thinking, oh, shit in Christ, like, which way do I go now? You turn a corner, start walking up quite a long hallway, and suddenly Jack Baker, the, ma- the patriarch of the family, appears at the end of the cor- uh, corridor looking out a window. And I remember, I remember Jolie, I was, she was sitting next to me, my wife, and all she heard out of me was this, oh! <laughs> like, a really, like a really high pitched thing. I was like, back, back. I was just saying backwards, 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 backwards. And of course, I was, I was sort of snaking my way backwards, realizing, not realizing that, of course, you, you are very slow when you walk. You're, you're slow anyway in the yeah. game, which is actually mm. increases the vulnerability feeling. And backing, backtracking while crouching, suddenly he turns round, looks straight at me, and says something, you know, like, oh boy, we're gonna have a party or something like that. And I was like, oh, fucking up. stood up, run fucking run hide behind a couch and of course he just comes round you know he, but he's always at a sort of a fast walking pace you can just mm. about outrun him eventually you find somewhere to hide eventually he loses interest but it is palpable the tension is really really high they they have really brought the series back it's so good it's absolutely brilliant I, I'm loving it every minute of it you always feel vulnerable first two thirds of the game phenomenal the last third is yeah. but mm. it's you but, finished yeah. it yeah twice now Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. Really, really good. Really, really good. And it's a proper like Resident Evil story. It makes no real sense. But you they, can't they help but enjoy the ride. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Stories, <laughs> yeah. Have you not played Resident Evil 4? Take that one off the bingo sheet. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it has actually made me kind of think, I've got to go back now to Resident mm. Evil 4 and play it more mm. to get an idea of where they come from and 
And, oh, is it? You know, mm. Mm. there's nice links, even mm. though it's set. Uh, I think it's sort of set 2008. Mm. Um, that's such a random time. No, to it's not, isn't it? No, it's 2013 <laughs> or 14. Yeah, it's random. It's, it's something like all, everything all goes to shit in the game about 2008, and then you <laughs> sort of arrive. It's just it's really, it is. It's really strange. Um, but but it is good. There's there's some links to all the earlier games. There's little little just little links, little, little Easter eggs. People who played the series yeah. will get those but connections. But you don't need to be steeped in the lore of the Umbrella no. Corporation to no. really understand what's like, going on. Like, unless you know the name of a certain reporter, um, then if you read one of the papers, you're just reading an article. But if you do know the name of the reporter, you're reading an article by them and you think, oh, that's quite cool. That's not that touch. It's actually written by someone that I saw in Resident Evil 2. And, you know, uh, yeah, so it's quite cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, watching... Well, Rick and Morty. <laughs> um, I'm fucking obsessed with it. It's really funny. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't recommend it heartily enough. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, it really like we haven't really done a lot because I've been taking over the TV playing Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> well, that's me. Cool. cool, Dan. What about you? I've done quite a lot. I've had a couple of weeks off. So for starters, went to Chicago. Which was <gasps> great. Just casually. Just In casually. America. America. Yeah. And on the way over there, watched a couple of films. On the way back, watched a couple of films. Right? Oh, yeah. So, watched Moana. Oh, that's pretty good. It is really good, and yeah. the songs are incredible. And particularly, there is, it's got Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords. Jermaine, and he um, um, Lin Manuel Miranda wrote. The yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, and they're, yeah. They're, it's really, really good. Um, he he's this crab who's obsessed with shiny things. Like he's the he's one of the main bad guys, and like he just. Talks about how he sticks all this gold to his back, basically, and every time the sun hits it, it just like shines everywhere in the cave. It's hilarious, sun cave, whatever. Um, but it's it's really good. The rock's great, and the rock can really sing. It's, it's what what I mm-hmm. uh, really well, like Taylor Swift, like to, like yeah, uh, almost identical to Taylor Swift in, in that, in that way. Well, she's a bit of a fame hungry publicity whore, but. Yeah, quite like it. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> I respect that, damn it. That's her choice. Um, and yeah, watched uh, Loving. Is it Loving? The one with Joel Edgerton and Ruth Nagy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really good as well. That's not really what it's I mean. the, That's only just done on this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, watched The Accountant. Oh, really? Yeah. It's silly, silly film, but really good as well. And watched uh, Jackie. On the, the flight back. Yeah, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she does sound a bit like that. As well. yeah. And I watched the Lego movie. I forced Sarah to watch the Lego movie. Oh, I love that she film. Couldn't get away. She was unaware of the implications. So, At least uh, I have eyes to see. Ah, oh, my eyes! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and. I hate this place. <laughs> love that dude in the crocodile outfit with the glow stick. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Green Lantern gets locked up in the super. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then got back and I've been NFL busy which means that there's been a lot of NFL stuff happening so so I spent a lot of time (laughs) I've been NFL busy which is code for busy with NFL yeah yeah, just in case you didn't get the the what what is happening at the moment then it's free agency and that means what to English speaking people it's it's like when the transfer window opens but it just goes apeshit when it when it opens in American football because everyone just makes their moves basically. It's good. It's been fun. So I've done that. Did a bit of writing. Potted 
for the other bride as well. And I read a couple of your um, yeah. blogs that were posted up on Facebook. They're good. They're right. Yeah. yeah as as someone who doesn't have a, a, even a passing interest mm. in, in NFL, I, I still found myself compelled to read to the end. Oh, thank you. That might be because of my love for you, oh. but I think it was the writing. Thanks, man. That's what I mean. Um, I've been playing a bit as well. I played. I started. I got back in Skyrim as well. Nice. I've gone the total opposite when you're talking about. Um, not two-handed weapons and heavy armour. I am two-handed weapons and heavy armour and just knocking doors down. Slow, but a battle test. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you don't want me to hit you, basically, because if I hit you, you're dead. Um, Representing Skyrim. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So I started playing that. I played it for five minutes before I got told to turn it off. And stop playing on the Xbox. Played five minutes Dishonored, which was nice. <laughs> and I like where that's going in the five minutes I've played of that. But what I've played the most of, well, I got back into Overwatch because Sarah wants me to play Overwatch. Mm. So I said, I'll do it. And she's going to train me up so I can be on her team, apparently. Dude, been trained up by your woman. <laughs> yes, to play Overwatch, which is on. Which yeah, I'm kind of cool. right with. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I've been playing um, Ghost Recon. Can't really knock that. I've been playing Ghost Recon Wildlands. Is it good? I think it would be more fun if I had other people to play with. <laughs> Paint such a lonely sound. <laughs> but it's, it's okay, yeah. But it, it's, the map is huge for starters. And the missions are a little bit repetitive. So it's not like Skyrim where the map's huge and you go and do all, all kinds of random stuff. Mm. The map's huge and you're like, go shoot this person. Go acquire this. Go. It's, it's pretty... Say me, but I'm having a great deal of fun seeing how far away I can shoot people from. And that's the <laughs> the most I like. And I thought I was doing okay. I hit someone from 180 meters, and then yeah. just like this little here, and this little target comes up and says they're dead, basically. Mm. And my mate put up a video today. He hit someone from 500. Jesus, 500 meters deliberately, or I, I put a video up. I'm like, I'm too tough for this. And this yeah. 500 meters. And like, no, no, I don't feel so good. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, that doesn't make me. I don't like those apples at all. Um, and yeah, so it's fun. I'm enjoying it, but mm-hmm. I kind of miss Watch Dogs. So you mm-hmm. get a drone in this. So I've done nothing but invest in my drone because I because like, I want it to be like the one in Watch Dogs. Well, Have you named it? It's probably called Walter. Everything like name everything Walter, so. including using. What? Like, big big Walter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Tiny Walter. <laughs> He's there. Is that just called sweetness? It's called sweetness. <laughs> yeah. It's called the sweetness, yeah. Um and I watched the thing of other things. I've watched loads I watched Warcraft. The movie. Really? Mm. Yeah. I really liked it. I thought I thumb in me. Right. Shut up, Siri. Yeah, Siri. I um, just totally got Siri. Siri bombed. just heard that you watched Warcraft and liked it. It was like, hang on. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Did you just summon me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you need to watch any other film? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was alright. I thought it was quite enjoyable. I, um, I'm being, I haven't watched it, but I've just heard it's, it it's, got, not, it got it's bad. not breaking the streak of video game movie adaptations. It got bad reviews yeah. because it is really nerdy. Like. Yeah. Really nerdy, and I think that's why I got bad reviews. But other than that, it's quite good. I quite enjoyed it. Spoken like a true fanboy. Mm. I'm not. Well, yeah, I think it was just too deeply invested in the I lore don't, I just don't to actually find understand the audience. Like what's going on in Azeroth. Mm. So I don't know that. That's what it's called. I don't know anything about Warcraft. So oh whatever. I don't know. I played Warcraft whatever. for about an hour. I remember and fuck that. Yeah, I installed <laughs> it. I remember installing it. Take like an hour and a half. Going. I see what the fuss is about. 
wandered around for half an hour and went, nope, turned it off. All you can see is just sort of chat streams going up at yeah, the speed yeah. of light. And then all the quests were, fetch me 400 wolf pelts. Fetch me 5,983 <laughs> nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I'd have played that, more people would play Ghost Recon with me. <laughs> I've been playing something else as well. I can't put my finger on what it is. Pac-Man. Oh, <laughs> I'm playing Pac-Man with Sarah. Waka, 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 waka. Well, as in just original Pac-Man? No, Championship Edition DX or whatever it's called. Right. Championship Edition Pac-Man. I'm really going to town on these Haribos. You should go, go for it. it. And go to town. Yeah. Put it in your mouth like that. Uh, I, went, I went to watch Community again, uh, but they've taken it off Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. Thumbsticks. <laughs> Barn sticks. <laughs> I am. Um, I work with someone who lives near the Haribo factory in Germany. Oh, yeah. And so every time she's over in the UK, she brings like restricted Haribo mm-hmm. that you can only get in Germany. Wow, there's hundreds of them that we like can't what? get here. Like all like tropical fruit ones and weirdy sort of a bit like the fizzy ones, but not the one not Tang Fastics. All sorts of different Haribo. It's a bit like when you go to the US and you look at all the Ben and Jerry's flavours. Yes. Mm. Only like, this is fucking paradise. Why are we stuck with cookie dough and Rocky Road or whatever it's called? I do have to admit, I really like the um, fizzy watermelon slices that Haribo do. Mm. But I can never find them. Oh, be able to sort you out. No problem. <laughs> Got a Haribo hookup. <laughs> nice. Just remember to another film I watched. What, what other film do you watch? John Wick 2. It is. <sighs> they've obviously gone. What did people like about the first one? They like the guns. They like the guns. Do more of that. Do more guns. Guns and some slow mo. Some slow mo, mm. and just make it really. Let's put a guy from the Matrix in and see how many Matrix jokes we can fit in into two minutes that they're on screen together. Is Carrie Ann Moss in it? No, but so she, she was rumored to be in it. She's going to be in the next one, no doubt. To make yeah. more, make, I'd imagine the guy who plays Bill or Ted, whichever one he's not. Mm. We'll be in it next time as well. So, cool. oh, I, I'm really excited to see that. It is. There is a, a fight scene between him and one of the bad guys where it's in like rush hour traffic in in a uh, subway station, and they've both got silenced pistols and they're both like walking on like different levels, and they're doing this with the pistols like firing their guns, and they're missing and missing other people by like millimeters, and no one's noticing because they're silenced, and it is. Brilliant. I'm pretty sure silencers don't actually work like that. I'm pretty certain they don't. I'm pretty certain you've noticed as well. Noises. But they're just like firing. It still sounds like a gun. It's just slightly quieter. They're just firing. It's it's great. It's hilarious. There's some things that don't make any sense in it. That's fine. Because I mean, the first one was just so grounded in reality. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. As grounded in reality as Batman Begins. Mm. I like Batman Begins. No, I like it, but it's not. But everyone went, "Oh, it's really gritty." It's like, well, it is gritty. It's not real. It's stick. Real. real. It's stick. Something annoying that happened. I t- actually turned on one of the um, music things on the plane, on, and they were playing the last song from Inception. Oh, I was like, oh. I was like frantically, like just hoping that Inception was one of the. Have films. you seen that video of Charlie Chaplin's speech from the uh, the Great Dictator? to that music no. No. it is brilliant it just fits perfectly that whole rant about soldiers you are not the servants of base men you are you are soldiers you know don't let yourselves uh, drop to the level of these petty you know the whole comment on Nazism stuff is not sorry it's not really mm. pop culture pod 
fodder, but you know, <laughs> podder fodder. Um, but yeah, it's fucking brilliant. It just fits. And that, yeah, that song's brilliant. Thanks, I've got to say something annoying. I've just noticed you're wearing an Aperture Laboratories. That, that is brilliant. Excellent t-shirt. Thank you. This you t-shirt dressed right up, here. didn't you, for uh, the pod this time? Because oh, this is not at all what I'd normally. No, in fairness, in fair, yeah, that's true. Yes, mm. I was going to say something annoying did happen, which I think I think I probably told you about. But it might be nice for the for the viewers. Yes, that's right. Seventy six viewers we had last time. Um, I got banned from Xbox Live for six hours oh, yes. because got, of penis. But no, <laughs> sadly not because of penis. Sadly not because of penis, but because I was putting together some of our um, let's play videos. Uh, I can't remember whether it was a Drambles, Rambles, Brambles or whatever, but I remember um, that I recorded a video of myself dancing against the Kinect screen you screen. sure this isn't a penis related <laughs> I was dancing going, like and subscribe, like and subscribe, cha! And um, I uploaded it to upload by accident because I, I forgot to comp it into a video. And um, they banned me for non-video game content for six hours, so I basically got my slap on the wrist. <laughs> For putting up non-video game related content onto upload, man, they swooped on me. Like literally, I put it up, and twenty minutes later, the email came through: "You've been banned for six hours." It must have an algorithm that can sort of detect, yeah, the difference between a you know game and real footage. They went. They said something like the violation team, <laughs> which just sounds so wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. what do you do? The cheerleaders here. I'm the, the violation, violation team. <laughs> Come up with a better name than that. But yeah, that was irritating because it meant I couldn't do any videos for six hours. Oh dear. What did you do with yourself? Penis. Masturbated. Penis. Yeah. <laughs> Whacked off. Into, Are you into my own sock drawer. Honestly, just the drawer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chiseled it open. Honestly, I can't remember why, but I got to use the term double baby the other day. And I oh, double it. baby. Yeah, double baby for you. <laughs> and now you. <laughs> yeah, good. That was good. Excellent. Right. Mm. News? 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 news. That's an understated news. There's... News, 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 news! <laughs> that's, that's kind of overkill. Sorry, I, did, I, did, I went too far, didn't I? Where do we want to start? News. Probably at the top. Okay. Of your page. <sighs> you oh, guys, got some news you guys are a riot. You know that. I've got some news today. Do we, wanna, do we want to start with the switch? Oh, God. No, let's try and start working down the proportion of the podcast that's been switch bitching. <laughs> Are we going to be witch bitching about the switch? It's done really well. It was never not going to. It had yeah, tons sure. of pre-orders. It's not. A, we weren't. We weren't saying it was going to be a commercial failure. And of course, a hardware failure, maybe. And of course, the fact that so many people bought it means that you're very likely to get those people who've just made a purchase of that amount of money going. Oh, that was a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was I a fucking really wouldn't I've moved in here for quite a while <laughs> okay <laughs> you know sort of going oh that was a waste of money I made a mistake you're just not going to get that out of the crowd that spent £450 on Zelda no. on on everything they Zelda. need to play Zelda <laughs> can you imagine which appears I've been ev- saving up forever to play one two switch which everyone seems to be treating like it's <laughs> the farts of the god. Yeah. Like, do, we, do, do we want to come back to, to Switch? Yeah, let's, let's, let's come back to that, yeah. Okay, because there is some, there's quite a bile rising already. Switch already. Yeah. Um, Other so, news. So, Mass Effect, right? That game that's going to be yeah. delayed, yeah? Yes. It's going to be on EA Access from Thursday, so I don't think it's getting delayed at all. I'm pretty sure it's going to come out now. 
I find myself very confused by the whole prospect that there's a there's a Mass Effect game that, to be fair, they've yeah. said has around the same amount of speaking characters as the last two games combined. Yeah. Which means there's over twelve hundred speaking characters, which means and also that that's not just loads more people who speak. It's also apparently like double the size of things that you were able to do in a single Mass Effect game. I'm just so delighted that it's happening. There's just been I haven't seen any adverts for it. Right? There's nothing mm. on TV. Yep. No point of sale stuff. In it no billboards. Yes, it's, it's like sort of you go to bed in the middle of June and you wake up and then the next morning everyone's going Happy Christmas. <laughs> You're like, what? What? Really? Mm-hmm. That was seven months. What? Yeah. yeah so it's it just be, seems really delightfully unexpected. It's going to be weird, isn't it? EA Access from Thursday. So if you've got EA Access, you'd be able to play it from Thursday. But would I have to buy it? What EA Access? No, you can you can play for free on EA Access. Is there some ten hours? Yeah. Oh, okay. So so you'd eventually have to buy it after you played the ten hours of, e- of it. And have you got EA Access? Stop no. saying EA Access. <laughs> I can't help it. Have you got the, it's what it is, is? Have you got EA subscription? Subscription? Yes. There's tons of games on there that you, you maybe you missed. Uh, the Titanfall's on there. Battlefront's on there. Yeah, but if I can only play for ten hours before I have to buy the game, why don't I just buy the game? Because you get to play it early. But I still have to pay £39.99 a month, don't I? What, for the EA Access? Yeah. No, it's it's £15 for a year. Is it £15 a year? Yeah. Well, then I don't know what the point of my argument is. (laughs) It should be free, because all it is is a demo system. They've worked out how to do demos of of, of games again. And there's a ton of of full games on there you can download for free. I have been schooled. Just have just have a look at the games on there, and if they if they interest you, it's worth it. Also, you get ten percent off EA stuff. Ten percent off. Ten percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my question though, if you're going to swell a game by that much, this is my question mm-hmm. to you, two mm-hmm. very fine gentlemen. Will increased player freedom in the whole game, and that amount of stuff to do, and those that amount of stuff of people to speak to. Is that just going to water down the traditionally tight, story-led experience mm. that we've come to expect from the Mass Effect games? Exemplified probably best by number two, which is the best of the Mass Effect games. Yeah, and there was very little in the way of just completely extraneous questions. Yes. Everything did feel like it was contributing to the they overall really narrative. really tightened everything up. Even the exploration was cut away to not having to drive around on the surface and just yeah. launch... Well, dildos at planets and just let them mine the shit out of it. Makes some really <laughs> satisfying noises. When I spent ages harvesting, you know, enough iridium or whatever it was to, mm. to Element make Zero. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. It's hard to find. I'm wondering if sort of some of this is kind of branched, mm. so based on decisions that you mm. make. There might be whole chunks of that that you don't see. If you go down a certain path, right. so you think so they're, they're going to close doors on you? Maybe, well, just because you could run into that thing where something just feels overwhelmingly huge, or you get a sort of slightly frustrating feeling that you've not actually seen everything you're meant to. Mm. Whereas, you know, there could be a, you know, in the same way that it's, there's always a sort of a save character A or character B type thing, there mm. could be a few more of that sort of thing. Mm. So it's, you've gone down this path, so none of this stuff happens there might be whole characters and storylines which would increase your replay yeah value. but how often do you go back and play a full a full open thing like that well I've done Mass Effect a ridiculous amount of time yeah. I always, see I did the first one I always forget to save my characters so yeah. when Mass Effect 3 came out I had to play all the way through Mass Effect 1 and 2 to get 
the shepherd that I wanted going into Mass Effect Three. That really pleases me. Mm. Really also, there is me. like you can do the shitty previously on Mass Effect, mm. and it sort of gives you the yeah, major decision. But it, decisions, but it but misses not out so. the stuff like um, the the fan. I can't remember what his name is. The fan guy that you meet all, in all three games, mm. and in mm. the final game, you can save his life, and he goes off to be an extremely um, influential member of the you know the human fight. And, and there's there's all the expansions that you can play, like the the Citadel. Expansion oh, of yes. Mass Effect yes. Three yeah, yeah. is quite probably the finest example of downloadable content doing something that I think every single fan of that game wanted it to do. Answered a lot of questions. Answered a lot of questions. It was a beautiful swan song. Mm. It was the light. It, it, it provided a better experience than the ending of the game. Mm. If you know what I mean, it kind of gave you more closure on these characters. That was the one where it was, it was just their free time, wasn't it? Well, they they go through mm. a whole thing trying to capture a um, a lookalike shepherd. And then once that's all done and dusted, Anderson gives you his flat on the Citadel and yeah. you end up having a big... Well, it's an orgy. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. We all know that's what happens. Everyone gets pissed and has an orgy. It's... And fair dues. You know, saving the galaxy from the real yeah. threat is... To some I th- off some steam. I think it's going to be of the a little bit like Skyrim. You can go into Skyrim and you can just do the main quest if you want to. Yes. I think you're going to get that with this. I think you're going to get the main quests that further the story as well as the loyalty missions as well. Because they've already mentioned there's the loyalty missions. Do you think they're going to do Radiant stuff like they did in Skyrim? What do you mean, sir? Like the Radiant quest lines that in theory could go on forever. Mm. Like yeah, the Dark it's, it's just quest line. Just randomly generated. Wouldn't it be fun if you, you encounter an alien race and you start doing them favours and then they treat you as one of their own basically <laughs> I, don't I don't know it's a bit like if you if you come across like uh, a trade federation for example yeah, yeah. And, negotiating and you, a, a, yeah, a treaty yeah. Yeah, yeah. on a small outlying but, world yeah. but you start doing you start running errands for them and then eventually you're part of that trade federation much like in I hope they're not going to cast us as like some intergalactic errand boy no mm. that's that's a really bad example on my part but it's you can do these things like becoming a member of the Dark Brotherhood in, or, or a werewolf, even in um, Mass in uh, Skyrim. So I think I think you'll get out of it what you put into it. If you just want to go and do the main quests, I think that's an option. Mm. What I'll say is, but they've left that open as well. Mm. We know for a fact that once you finish the main quest, mm. the galaxy will still be then open to yeah. exploration afterwards. So that's that's potentially as long as there's something to do. Mm. Yeah, because often. There is kind of that thing at the end of an open world game where it's like you can go and explore and do whatever you want. And you're like, oh, I've kind of done everything now. Mm. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no nothing, dragon threat anymore. Blipping up on the mini map. I mean, that's what Obliv- uh, sorry, Oblivion and Skyrim were quite good at. Was once you did finish the main quest, there was fucking loads of stuff mm. to do. I mean, there was almost like um, there was almost too much to do. To be honest, they're quite overwhelming. Which I guess, I guess that's the thing. Maybe there's a sliding scale. There's like go for the Mass Effect Two type of game mm. plot kind of open world but you can do things in your own order and at your own pace or you've got to go so big that people can carve their own stories in it you you fuck up an open world by getting to a point where it's massive and there's nothing to do mm, yeah. or it's tiny but there's too much to do I, I would argue that some of the um like assassin's creed games after assassin's creed 2 swamped your map like assassin's creed 3 swamps your map with mm. so much shit to do all over the place that it's just a bit like am I you know I, there were points where I wasn't even sure I was actually doing yeah. the story 
I, I, I was I was seeing cutscenes and people doing stuff, but then I'd find myself going back into the storyline and never quite knowing whether I was doing a job or a you know a, the next amazing thing the assassins do in the war against the Templars. Mm. And, and yeah, I hope I made a point there. No, you did definitely mm. forcefully be... and succinctly. Thank you. Let's not at all waffly. And... <laughs> <laughs> credit where credit's due, though. Indeed. It's Bioware. Thanks. It's Bioware. Oh, it's Bioware. You know, and you told that perfectly. And I always say, Bioware don't get any points for good yeah, writing. Anymore. Exactly. So, and they they don't really put a foot wrong. Bar the ending well, of Mass Effect Three. Mass Effect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit of a misstep. No, they, did, just, they did also write Legion, though, who is probably one of the greatest and most expressionful characters. Whilst, um, having, whilst no having no faces. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Faces? Face. Did have a little eyebrow. It's got little lenses. Yeah, yeah. 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 Legion was great. Great. Legion. They, they, so, that's right. 1,129 well, one geth programs running in Legion. Yeah. Or something like that. It was a little bit the way he just goes... Oh, no, no, no. Most Geth are on your sides, the ones you've been fighting are baddies. And everyone goes, okay, boss. Like, I'd want a bit more corroboration than that. <laughs> and also, you can take him to the sister and he just walks around with you and nobody goes, that's one of what those terrifying robots fighting. that's been sorcery people. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what Wait, the fuck? He's got an N7 breastplate, so he's N7 yeah. cleared. Yeah. Uh, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. He's, no, did you actually stop him? Uh, you're not out just synthetic on? Like, that's a fucking Geth. Yeah, it's not just the like dudes it. that almost destroyed the Citadel last time. Do we not? No? Okay, fine. Yeah, look, we'll Legion, it's fine. Where did we get the N7 breastplate? The dead Commander Shepard. Yeah, before, I so it yeah. from his body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Literally that doesn't make me feel any body. easier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something very wrong in the state of Mordor. Yeah, Mordor? Mordor? Speaking of which, huh? let's move on. Shadow, Shadow of War? New trailer, the new Shadow of Mordor yes. again? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it does look good. It does look good. Oh, okay, next. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to The trailer looks great. looks set in a decent era of Middle-earth that I will look forward to playing in. I still haven't played Shadow of Mordor, so I know very little about it. Where is it set? It's just after Sauron is about to rise again, isn't it, I think? Just after he is about to rise again? Yeah, I know. I realise it sounds particularly smart. It's, it's... Are we talking around the Hobbit time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah okay. But it's it's between Hobbit and you know main the fellowship because in, in the Hobbit isn't he's still uh, he's still the necromancer in, mm. in Mirkwood, isn't he or is that before that's that? right well they think he, yeah that uh, that was brilliantly done yeah. in um, the Hobbit by the way the, yeah. the necromancer it was it was super yeah. I loved that bit with Gandalf toiling in the clutches of the necromancer. But the trailer looks good, <laughs> looks fun, made me want to play Shadow of Mordor, which I might be next to my list of To games. be fair, there's not much else you can ask for in a trailer if it makes you want to play yeah. the game that it it's comes after. Sadly, just behind Skyrim, which I need to finish, and Witcher 3. You're never going to finish Skyrim <laughs> or Isn't, Witcher 3. Witcher 3 is even bigger than Skyrim. Yeah. Witcher 3 is brilliant. It's, good. it's really, really good. I've, I've, been, I've sunk a few, fair few hours into it, and I don't feel like I've scratched the surface. What do I want to be spending my time on out of Skyrim and Witcher 3? I I would always plump for Skyrim yeah. because I can just I could just all right Russells I Russell's can just um, the packet. green gun no, nice. yeah I can always hop into Skyrim yeah. and find something very quickly to do off yeah. my list basically with my miscellaneous or something and just mm. do it and really enjoy it with I'm with, quite looking to like after completing the quest and leveling up and everything being this sort of insanely powerful 
world-beating warrior who goes back to Riverwood and says, "Oh, there's that, there's that thing you're looking for." Yeah. Like, that was two years ago. The fuck have you been? <laughs> yeah. He's dead. Like now. that dude who gives you that sack to um, uh, give some offerings to the, oh, to take the up the Yeah, I've still got that in my inventory. I'm not, I'm not even entirely sure where this dude is. Like, I keep trying to find him, and it's like I, I've still got this fucking sack in my inventory. Of, it's just a sack. Can't get rid of it. Can't even fashion clothing out of it. Just get like to the end. Quest of... item. You can't, yeah, you can't, can't get, get rid, rid of it. it. You can just go up back up the mountain and put it in the box. But I did. I, I came back with an empty sack. Fucking <laughs> Skyrim <laughs> glitches. Now I've got a permanent sack. You can have a permanent sack. It's yeah. a bit like that. And I'm a female character, so that yeah. is doubly awkward. <laughs> <laughs> the ending of uh, Jane's Night and Bob Strike Back when they go and beat the shit out of spoilers. And they're going to beat the shit out of people. How many people want to kick so yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just get to the end and just cross off your list of things that you got to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we move on? News! 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 Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. New one. Mm. What, what? Looks really good. I mean, they're really knocking the trailer game out of the park. Yeah. To mix a few principles there. Yeah, it's got the chain as well, Flick Mac, which yeah. is an excellent choice of song. True that. So. Yeah, not much to add except it, it, I can't get any more excited about it. So, no, I can understand that. So I am super excited about Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm super excited about Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok, which looks good. You, did you see that picture of Jeff Goldblum in costume? Yeah, it's amazing, right? It literally it, looks like something out of Starlight seen, Express. Have you seen Thor? Yes, he is looking hot. In this one. <laughs> he is, yes. Um, I like that they are exploring the weirder side of things with this one, with the looks of things. So, Thor's chopped all his hair off for starters. Yep. He's got swords rather than a, a hammer as well in this one, mm-hmm. which is weird. Cape uh, Blanchett looks good in this as well. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum looks like, I imagine space Jeff Goldblum would look like. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. But so there was like, someone who put uh, that picture up on Twitter, and I think they saw something along the there is literally nothing you could do to Jeff Goldblum to make him unfuckable. <laughs> I follow a Facebook cool. group called The Same Picture of Jeff Goldblum every day. And every day there's a picture of Jeff Goldblum that goes up on my uh, timeline. And every day it gets about 6,000 likes. Nice. 6,000 people are doing the same thing with Jeff Goldblum. That was a great. You know, you know in You're Jurassic right? Park, yeah. the, the picture of him in Jurassic Park when he's like injured. So he's oh, shirt open. Sam Neill. It's like Sam rubbing Neil his chest. Resting on him. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. So weird. It's like where Sam Neill's going up and down on the Triceratops yeah. and put him on Jeff Goldblum. Whoever made that has got some issues. <laughs> it's great though. That's a good few hours work. <laughs> Carefully, like you'd have to rotoscope that frame by frame. <laughs> That's quite a lot of effort to go to. You'd imagine though, they would be so proud when they're done. Oh yeah. But I don't think there's any way to really monetize having a popular <laughs> gift. Yeah. Um, oh, should we keep going with the trailers? Another trailer that looks trailers, trailers. Trailers. Alien Covenant. New trailer. Yeah, Explains a bit more about the story in this one. The uh, you mean the sort of three or four minute like, yeah. prequel thing? Well, yeah. Like, pre- but it, trailer. It's not. It's not even that. It, it seems to be most of the film. <laughs> it did feel long, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's, it's and they do go. Oh, 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 Brian's going to say something hilarious. Then <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say anything funny. Kenny fucking powers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then, and then there's lots of blood, lots of aliens, and not one fuck was given. <laughs> I just think, I just think that the idea is that loads. I'll of get it, shall I? I'll chuck it over there. I'm not going to chuck it over there. I need to clean out in here. It is a bit of a hole at the moment. Um, 
It seems about couples to keep on subject of something that's not happening. Well, they're sort of because it's a colony mission. It's yeah. married couples that have gone. They're going to be doing it. Space boating. <laughs> They'll be hoping for um, double, double babies. babies. Double babies. I don't. I don't think we can turn that into like a thing. <laughs> we already have. It has happened. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get some double baby T-shirts. Double maybe. baby T-shirts. Excellent. Um, yeah, it looks looks like it'll be an alien film. That's about all I can say from it, and it looks quite good. They seem to make the same mistakes everyone does in alien films. Let's just let's not tread carefully, for starters. Let's just peer into these giant, evil-looking egg sacks, and um, I'm sure everything will be so, fine. Like, that's the point where someone needs to go, guys. Fuck this. We're we're off. Mm. Duh, duh. We're leaving now. It's the bit where they're exploring, and they're like, "There's no noise," and it's like, and there's. There's no noise, and half these trees are knocked down. You're not a little bit concerned about this, potentially, that this might not be a good place to be. Seismic. Mm. Seismic activity, that's all that is. I feel like maybe at some point we should do a commentary track to the Alien trailer. Mm. Because there's a lot that happens in that trailer. So there's a bit where there's the person with the hooded, the cloak up and the gun... And then it cuts to like loads of dead aliens around, and you get a really intense stare. You just go, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the feeling it's it might be what's her face from um, Prometheus. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the New sort of time scale difference? I figure it's set roughly in the same era as Prometheus, isn't it? Uh, it's it can't be too far. Okay, it can't be too far after. Da- David isn't David in this movie. Also. He's another copy. But David is in it. Mm. He is. Mike Fassbender has confirmed that he is playing both David and Walter. And Numi Rapace has signed up to be in, isn't she? So. I mm-hmm. love Numi Rapace. Mm-hmm. So. I love you, Numi Rapace. Mm. But Budget Tom Hardy. Budget Tom Hardy isn't in it. <laughs> yeah. The archontiologist. <laughs> <laughs> he was a cock, wasn't he? He was, yeah. He's, and he looks like cheap Tom Hardy, so fuck him. <sighs> mm. Avatar 2's been put back. Do right. not give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> It's going to be 2019. I love the fact there's all these plans for like theme parks and stuff. <laughs> cool, yeah, no, James, that's that's great. You keep keep working on Avatar two. To the none of us care. It was very popular at the moment it came out, but it isn't. It's not the cultural touchstone that he seems to think it is. The story's ended though, mm. haven't they? They've, they've they've evicted everyone off of Pandora, and now he's got another like five films. Yeah, he says he's got another five films. I think he should stop inflicting this terrible thing on the world. And concentrate on. I think Titanic Two would go down better. Raising right now. the <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually quite good yeah. on so many levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Titanic Two picks down. up immediately where the last one ended. Just flies back to the surface. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Yeah. Down. Oh, there was a this yeah. one air bubble or something. Yeah. No, whatever. Yeah. Look, he's not dead. He's just... Don't think about it. Fuck you. It's just a smurf. No, don't think about it. Look, there's Arnie from Terminator. Leonardo's turned into the Pandora thing from yeah. Avatar. <laughs> it's just shoved all this shit into this one film. Distract from the fact that no one wants Avatar. I, so. I just love the thought of him sinking beneath the icy depths and then <laughs> riding a bubble yeah. to the surface. It's like, I mean, oh totally room on that <laughs> they door. Can, yeah. Do it like Two Towers. So you know the bit where in Two Towers starts yeah. with Gandalf. He's going he's gonna to come back up on a giant eagle. <laughs> <laughs> onto the rescue boat <laughs> I'm back bitches <laughs> she's already flying with another guy yeah. <laughs> uh, oh <laughs> <laughs> and but so yeah, so the bit where um, Gandalf is falling into 
he's in um, uh, the, the mines of Moria and he's chasing the Balrog and he grabs the sword oh, and starts hacking that's it. That's such a boss yeah. move. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you've got Leonardo DiCaprio chasing the Titanic down, just hitting it with a sword and then just rises Is that why it's in two bits? Yeah, he's, he's snapped it in half. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's clever. He rescues the band. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what happened. Cool. James, let me know if you want me to write Titanic 2 for you. I've got some ideas. But yeah, I think this is why none of us are successful film, yeah. film writers. I don't know, I think I'll nail it. Hi, I'm James Gurnlist, the games journalist's games journalist. Think of me as a cross between Han Solo and Lord Byron, but, you know, more about games journalism. I've spent the last 12 years intrepidly travelling from one end of the globe to the other to bring my audience the very best in untamed games journalism. I've written for websites like IGM and M, Nataku, Gamepots, Polywogglegone, and uh, magazines like uh, PC Gamering, PC Friendzoning, I Love Games A Lot, Weekly Magazine, and Razzle. Anyway, enough about me. I'm, uh, Looking forward to starting my reviews on uh, Too Much Time in Our Hands podcast. <laughs> you right? I think I need to go for a poo. Okay. Yeah. You're going to be right. Oh. Yeah, I think I'll be all right. You can just, 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 just go. Just, just, yeah, fine, fine. Yeah. We'll yeah. keep him in staying. Don't, don't risk it. That's the... Uh, that's the Harry move. Yeah, no, it's fine. Fine, okay. Dear, oh dear. Uh, it's got to stop eating nothing but those prune yogurts that Martin McCutcheon advertises. <laughs> the ones with the arrow pointing down. <laughs> 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 this is where it's going. I, I was Quickly. Thinking, that should, it, the tagline should just be, goes right through you. <laughs> Looks like it's building velocity, the fact the arrow's kind of widened <laughs> towards, towards the, the anus. Um, oh, right, Jesus. Is this, uh, is this the place? Oh, this guy. Oh, hey. Fellas, what's going on? Hi. We did this... I mean, this isn't the same place as we were last time. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. You've been, you've been turning up there, have you? Yeah, yeah. Your, your mum is quite Where did you get friendly. this address? Um, uh, Tom's people uh, said, oh, where, where is Tom? Is he around? Having a shit. No, he's having yeah, a poo. It's just... Oh. Well, it's, yes. nice, it's nice to be back. Hey, man, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to have control, I see, you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's Taking nice. a, a leaf out of Markiplier's uh, book. Yeah, looks, you look. Die. You look exactly like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. So how we've been keeping? Good, good. Yeah, all the better for seeing you. You know Russ, don't you? Yeah, Russ, you're right, mate. Mm-hmm. What? Archery weekends. You're still pissed off about the archery weekend. Who? Even yeah. Russ. Why? Why happened the archery weekend? Got a double score. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, no, no, I got a double score. He's pissed off at me. 180. <laughs> yeah. Three uh, treble twenties. <laughs> The unnecessary showboating afterwards. So you guys still keeping up with the archery weekends? Then? Yeah, we're we're still keeping up with the. Um, <coughs> yeah, we're still keeping up with it. Yeah, no, it's good. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So I mean, I'm I'm for the weekends a lot of time. Yeah, I, I bet. Yeah. So yeah. um, yeah, so I, I to talk to us about. Well, do you want me to carry on with the contractually obligated service that Can I run? I, is that the contract? No, it's not the contract. This is my piece. Do you have your contract with you? No, mate. No. Are we giving him money for this? Well, someone's giving me money for this. It's in the contract. I did say Last time it was Walker's Crisps. I think it's McCoy's now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am I'm certainly back. rigid. Yes, right. Okay, so I want to talk to you about a game that I really enjoyed. Please so, do. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, going to be on. like a slow monologue. Um, but first, I want to address the um, the veil that's going on here, the, yeah. the hair. 
um, I thought to myself, what's the games industry lacking? Uh, you know, what hole can I fill? <laughs> Apart from your mum, obviously. Um, and I realised that it's mystery. Mystery is what is missing. Mm-hmm. So I'm styling myself from now as the seer of the games journalism industry. I will be successful by not having a face, at least no face that can be seen by human eyes. Uh-huh. What do we think? Mysterious. Nice? Yeah, yeah, mysterious. Yeah, it's great, yeah. So let's crack on. I want to talk about Resident Evil 7. The structure of this section will Tom's be... Tom's been playing that. Yeah, I know. We've been we've been talking on uh, on uh, the old Xbox Live, actually. Oh, cool. You, can I add you on? Uh, yeah, you, yeah, fine. Um, so let's crack on. I, I, you know, the, the structure of this section is going to be quite simple. Okay, it's going to be half review, half post mortem, half the state of horror games, half why it was so good, and half how it made me feel. Uh, so it's going to be a game of two halves, as you as you could probably oh, tell. So cast your minds, cast your minds back to Resident Evil One. Okay, horror came to a manor house in a blur of zombies and herbs, and it was brilliant. Okay, cast your minds back to Resident Evil Two. Horror came to a city in a blur of more zombies and herbs, and it was even Acer. Cast your minds back to Resident Evil 3, and horror came to a city again, but this time with more zombies and a massive big zombie wearing a trench coat, and it was quite good. Cast your minds back to Resident Evil 4. Horror came to Spain with chainsaws and crazy-ass foreigners, and it was incredible. Never played it. Cast your minds back to Resident Evil 5, which was shit, and so was Resident Evil 6, which was just so shit, I, I really can't understand what happened. I don't know why it's crazy as even thought it was... A worthy addition, or even anything comparable to Resident Evil 4. I mean, you, know, you guys would probably agree. Mm-hmm. Well, because eventually they get back on track. So enter Resident Evil 7. Hello, you magnificent scary bastard. Okay, so I'll cut to the chase. It's great. Especially the first two thirds, which are pant-weddingly brilliant. They're scary, they're well-paced, they're atmospheric, bringing back things that made the previous entries in the series so good, like the puzzles, the inventory system, the connected inventory boxes, which are a personal fucking favourite of mine. I love the fact that you can put a herb in one box one place, and then you can go into another place and you can find the same herb, or it's just another one. I'm not quite sure. Um, and having completed it twice, I'm overflowing with good things to say about it, although there are some downers. So let's just temper some expectations and roll on with this mother. Mm-hmm. Not, not your mother, Dan. Um, just, it's just a bit of the piece here. So the good things. The Baker family. They're twisted and scary, hounding you as they do for the better part of the first two-thirds of the game. And they're definitely one of the scariest collections of pursuers in a horror game so far, I would say, in the history of horror games. The Baker family home, making up the main setting of the game, the rotting old rotten house is rotten and rotting around you as you make your way through the rot, evoking images of rotten food and rotting wood, and the rotting old rotten house creaks and rots around you. It's rotten and rank and makes you feel rotten. It's fucking perfect. And the puzzles? They're as fucking mental as they've always been in Resident Evil games, so welcome back to that. The story? It's compelling, it's teased, and then finally reveals in a flood of documents you find near the end of the game, it's perfect. The first person view nails it. As the immersion goes, it's a very wise decision. You feel slow, you feel vulnerable, and that's scary to me. It's like going to the toilet in winter. It's chilling. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one, you like that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. The atmosphere? It's so thick you can practically taste it, and it tastes good. Like mummy's chicken dinner, not your mummy down, just a metaphor. The sounds, every creak, wind howl, voice, it's spot on. Credits all involved and might you down as an A+. So that's well done wow. to you lot. Mm, yeah, and the bad things? Shall I talk about the bad things? Please do. The ending. After a subpar boss battle, it feels rushed and underwhelming, like my sexual performance. That was, a, that was an easy one. 
Uh, the zombie enemies, boring, the scary as fuck, and when you first encounter them, they're not, but then once you get a few more weapons, I mean, who gives a fuck? They're just simple. The last third of the game, while it's not rubbish, it loses everything that, that, that makes the first two so good, which is a shame, but it does give you an excuse to go back and play them again. So that's okay, and that's it. And what I will say is that the bad things are not enough to justify not playing this game. If you like horror, if you like horror games, if you follow the Resident Evil series, if you enjoy good games, then you should play it. It's an important game. It's a scary horror game, and who knew they'd ever exist again after things like The Evil Within? And it's the revival that the Resident Evil series needed. Yes, the last third is a letdown, but it's still better than a lot of things out there. The first two thirds are masterful, there's variety, there's jumps, there's some rock-hard boss battles, and it is great fun. You never feel powerful, you always feel on edge, it's sublimely clever and it messes with your head. So what now? What now for horror games? Well. Resident Evil 7 builds on the legacy of PT by showing that clever horror is possible in AAA gaming and that the first person view is the view for today's horror games. Resi 7 also shows how good character development through environmental storytelling can work. The Baker Plantation is as twisted as its occupants and everything just fits. You feel that one can't exist without the other. And even the most unbelievable things will feel like they have a place in the world and that's not an easy thing to do these days. Finally, Horror games now have a blueprint to follow, and an example that you can hold up to show where the efforts like Evil Within and Until Dawn went wrong in their attempts to try and be horror. Hopefully, upcoming games are going to take a leaf out of Resi 7's book. And finally, let me finish on this. That Resi 7 exists is a good thing. That it came after 5 and 6 is a good thing too. It took two failed attempts to recapture the essence of Resi 4 to convince the creators that they can't do it. Resi 4 was a product of its time, and it was revolutionary. Resi 7 is a product of its time too, and while not revolutionary in horror gaming in general, it is evolutionary. This was the next step we were waiting for, and the future now looks very bright for dingy dark horror games. And that's it. I'm done. Nice. Excellent. You know we're recording this on video, right? Yeah, mate. That's, uh, that's, that's, this is like a shell of anonymity for me. Okay. Yeah. It's so, sure which way he's facing. No, it's I, so, um, it's, I, I, I call this style the cousin it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I can't see a fucking thing, but it's, it's so, not, you know, it's, it's pretty good. Point, is it? It's still no. a little bit on the itchy side. Still going it really is. It's itchy. It's it's quite hot under here. I've got to say. Still going velcroing onto your beard a bit. Yeah, it is yeah. a bit. It is a bit. It's, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like the hat as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice no, it's yeah. Thanks, mate. It's um, it's just fashion. You yeah, just exactly. Gotta, yeah. Just got to keep up with fashion. It's not really something we'd, we'd know about. We paying you extra because it's video now. No, mate, no, my likeness rights have already been sorted out in the contract with uh, Tom's people. Don't worry about it. That's Can fine. you name, like, two of Tom's people? Yeah, the, uh, um, Jeff the Lawyer. Um, he's, and he's called Jeff the Lawyer. Yeah, and Phil, um, the, uh, Jeff's, uh, friend. Jeff. Jeff's, yeah. Jeff's friend. Jeff's Jeff friend. So, friend. So Jeff got him a job, Yeah, yeah. You know these guys, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. As long as this is all on a sound legal framework. Yeah. No, it's all sound and, and legal. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. So, I'm legally out of here. Okay. All right. Yeah, miss Tom probably. All right, see you. Cheers, take, fellas. Take care. Any ladies. Take, take, take care. We, we've got a. We're going to have to move again. <sighs> you just turn it up at mine. Makes your mum jokes to my mum, which is awkward anyway, in the first place. He's. Hey, you right? Yeah, do not go in there. <laughs> that is what you get when you drink too much coffee and eat too much Haribo. You tell Gurnalist where we were. Gurnalist? He's just in there. He's back. Yeah. 
What? What? Just been there. I thought he was. I thought he'd been like excommunicated. Well, that's what I mean. That's what we, we, we just he, didn't tell him where we were. He's a bit like a pigeon. He just sort of homes. A homing pigeon. Yeah. 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 Oh, hey, hey. So, oh, have you? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hey. Right. Yeah. Oh. Oh, anyway, should we carry on? Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Some trailers. Yeah. Right, so we've done trailers. Trailers done. Uh, whoa, whoa, two. whoa. What? We're not done on trailers. Enlighten me, Russ. Uh, did you see the Baby Driver trailer? No, I haven't yet. Oh, it looks really, really good. good. Yeah, it looks really, really, really good. Explain Baby Driver again. Uh, so it's a sort of heisty car chasey mm. movie. From it's Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Much, yeah. Uh, John Hamm's in it Kevin Spacey's in it Okay, bunch of other people are in it first trailer out today and it looks really really good so Baby the main character is this sort of very driver. young getaway driver okay. it's a fairly classic one last job on a mount type situation I'm guessing it doesn't all go textbook to plan but his thing is he listens to music like, all the time for reasons that those sorts of things so rarely if ever go to plan well yeah all of the last job on a mount Seems to oh, be man, quite a boring movie, isn't it? It's just a textbook job. Yeah, nobody gets hurt, no problems. So they just get away scot free. But yeah, looks that looks really good. And what was the other trailer? I thought that looked absolutely fucking incredible. Atomic Blonde. Yes, oh, no, I have seen that. That looks amazing. Oh, that looks good. Which is by the guy that directed John Wick. Wow. Oh, <laughs> so it's, it's, um, it's John Wick with um, Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron as an MI6 assassin. <sighs> Can we just stop for a moment? Charlie's the horn. Yeah. What did you say? Don't know. <laughs> in eighties Berlin. Oh. With a Queen soundtrack. Uh, it's, it's, and it's called it's Atomic Blonde as yeah. well. And she looks like uh, Deborah Harry. Yeah, so I'm not upset. Yeah. Being very disappointed that there's not a bit of blondie in there at some point. Mm. But it, the, this look. If you have you seen that trailer? Yes. Yeah, it's it great. Fucking amazing. Yeah. So yeah, very exciting. Great. There's also a new Fast and Furious eight trailer. Which is another like four minute long. I think this film is meant to be like three hours. <laughs> I think it's going to be an epic. Yeah, I think there'll be an extended version when it comes I think out. She's Charlie Strong's in that as well. Isn't yeah, she? she is. Yeah, she's the bad guy in that. Yeah. So apparently, like, the thing that came out this was basically she can just control all cars, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. None think, of it does anymore. It sounds like one of the writers was reading an article about the Internet of Things and just wildly misunderstood <laughs> the, the concept. <laughs> That that is a that is a thing. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, you're fucking Neanderthal. Sorry, I don't. I don't. <laughs> if when like your light bulb can talk to your fridge and order a frappuccino, oh. or you can have those buttons that you put in your cupboards. Is that something NFL players do? Because I would hives. Huh? Hives. Well, hives. I've got, I've got hives. I've got yeah. two two hive light bulbs at home. That's Internet of Things. Yeah. What I are you talking about? This is a different language to me. IoT, Everything so that has an IP address that's not a computer. It means about. It means. It means. Connectivity between everything. It mm. means your laptop talk, being able to talk to your fridge and you being able to monitor what's going on. It's about pill pots being able to tell whether you've taken the right dose. Yeah. It's about being connected, you know, your biometrics feeding data and your pill pot then going, well, therefore you need that. It's all about things being connected, monitoring, mm. feeding into some great big gargantuan, terrible machine where all the data is being churned that's, and shut. I'd say it's quite sinister. The cloud. The cloud. 
And actually, okay. cars do do some like so. You, you can get cars now where like you wake up and it's a bit cold. You press a button on your phone and the heated seats will turn on and it starts defrosting the windscreen before you even leave the house. I do that in my car. I hit the button that says heated seats and they turn on when it's cold. Yeah, but you had to get into your car to press that button, didn't you? That's not yeah. the Internet of Things. You seem to be that's just you pressing understanding it. Now I'm just a, saying, what's the fucking level. point? It sounds the fucking point is that you can do it from bed. <laughs> from bed. <laughs> You must be able to get an internet connected bed these days. Well. In fact, yeah, you can. There's one that like track your sleeping and stuff like that. Why? See, that always I creeps me out a little bit. That there's something... <laughs> it starts folding up like <laughs> <in> the <cartoon. laughs> yeah. Well, you're on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reason. Um, it's the reason Fitbits work. You don't. You don't get any fitter because you put a Fitbit on. But it gives people you, do think that it gi- no, well yeah but it gives you numbers it gamifies your your day to day life sorry gainifies gamifies gamifies as in you can Dan. track yeah, monitor we're going to have to do you know what social media is what, what like <laughs> where are you up to on the tech trends hierarchy do you know what there's, facebook is and there's a facebook yeah i'm aware yeah. of that yeah mm-hmm. and there's yeah. snapchat my face my face yeah <laughs> and um, there's a twitter yeah yes in MySpace still exists, and yes. a lot of like Justin Timberlake. If you had a MySpace a amount of money into it, didn't he? You may well still <laughs> be on MySpace. Yeah, I, I, like, my, but two of my bands uh, still have their entries are there with all their music on. There's a point, yeah. point blank sound still on it. I'm gonna have to go and see if my, my MySpace profile. Point blank sound man, the greatest band. They're, they're the band the Beatles wished they could have been. Mm-hmm. I've got a flyer from one of your gigs oh, or something. Why? Why? I don't know. It's just news. News. It's, it's at the top of my little, my little box of memorabilia. Oh, it's a flyer for a band's old band's old dance, Dan's old band. Two thousand three, motherfucker. Look, it's got obligatory, obligatory Marshall picture. <laughs> because you're a band. You're a band, and they they're amps. I think you can see you can see Phil in the background. Look. I'm naming names now. I shouldn't be doing that. Anyway, yeah, more news. So, news. are you guys aware of? You guys have taught me a great deal about the Internet of Things. Yes, yes, the Internet of Things. Of Things. Yeah. Um, are you aware about a popular artist named Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Yeah. Whose album Divide? Uh, while me, we were clearing out the spare room at home on Sunday. Vinny was somewhere else. That's my boy. Um, he, uh, yeah, we put uh, that on and we listened to about four songs that we thought were great and then the next four songs we were like, oh, fuck off, Ed, we're just so bored of you now. I am of the opinion that the world needs slightly fewer white do- white gingers rapping with acoustic guitars. So what? why, why have <laughs> you styled... <laughs> well, so that's... your own personal look is very heavily modern. Fuck off. I did it first. I'm older. <laughs> I was ginger first. <laughs> and like the top ten is is all Ed Sheeran songs except for two, which fucking changed my. Oh, the top the top ten is meaningless these days. Completely meaningless, except for I'm not. I can't say what I'm about to say. Um, but yes. Anyway, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. He's going to be he's on the news. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. In series yeah. seven. Hopefully getting disemboweled. Which I've got a little bit here. Premiere date was announced as Sunday, July the 16th, and is only going to be six episodes long. So long wait, short payoff. There better be some boobs. <laughs> I'm excited. About oh, the boobs. Gosh. Just, in fact, I think, I think there's going to be hardly any boobs. This is the last series, isn't it? There's been a, there's been a decreasing level of boobage. 
Which is upsetting, although to be fair, um, Amelia Clark did sort us all out with uh, her walking out of a flaming building in the NUD, mm-hmm. which, to be fair, was a welcome return. But it... Because she, she's hot. It's going to really be... Really hot. A series and of... I'm not the first person on the internet to say that. I don't think anyone was claiming that. <laughs> it's oh my God, he's the, yeah, he's the first Oh my God, hang on. <laughs> she is! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's gonna be. It's gonna be series of none of the fucking around. Is this? Is this the last series? No, but the next series is gonna be really short as well. No, but they're only gonna be six episodes each. People are going to be whizzing around. Well, I think they they just stopped worrying about. It could be like Mordor, wherever. But it could just be set like two months after the last one. It doesn't matter. They've spent two months walking. You didn't have to spend nine episodes. <laughs> They're all showing that. Yeah, all the old white dudes would be dead by the end of the series, and everyone else that was young would be old by the end of that yeah, series. Surely, everyone's going to be dead anyway, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know. But it's, I mean, it's proper exciting. Like all the stuff that's been teased right from the beginning is going to be happening. She's finally on a boat and on the way over. Mm. The dragons are going to actually do something. The wall is definitely going to come down. There's going to be a white walker invasion. All this big apocalyptic shit is going to happen. So it's going to be... That is going to be quite I should probably watch series six at some point. It's probably series three at some point. <laughs> series six is... is Missing good. out on some quality boobies. If you're feeling a bit <laughs> jaded... Are there boobs in it? After boobs, series though. five, then six is like it's it's much better. Definitely. Six is better after five because yeah. five was five fucking was boring. Well, a low point. We it's, it's definitely better. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, though, I just don't want to watch another series of fucking Ramsay Bolton being evil. Which, to be fair, I there's know quite there's probably quite a lot of that going on in this one. But at least Theon no penis. I mean, he um, finds creative and horrifying new ways to be evil. Like, I don't know whether that's such a idea. Does Theon get his penis back? Just grows yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. there's, well, he's at home one day, and there's a there's a knocking on the door, and he opens it. He's like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As it just reattaches itself. <laughs> wow. No. Oh, no no penis reunion. No penis. I mean, it would be grey, grey penis. <laughs> grey penis. So anyway, I've had Game of Thrones explained to me. Through boobies and penises. <laughs> that's, that's and that's Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, excellent. Yeah, okay, cool. It's got Ian McShane in it. It does. He's right. You are trying to make me watch it. It's really Ian McShane in it. I'll watch Game of Thrones if you watch Stranger Things. Yeah, right. Shit. So. Yeah. News. Yeah. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. We're doing this then, are we? Um. No, do you know what? Let's not, actually. No, let's, let's, we can do it. Let's build, should we build up to the Switch stuff? Yeah, okay. Okay. So, Battle for We're the We're a mere hour and five minutes into this. So it's yeah. time to really go deep on a subject. So should I get a couple of things out of the way? Yeah, yeah, get the little ones. Battlefield 1, they shall not pass the first expansion. New guns, new maps. That's right. This it, is the French one, isn't it? This is, yeah, including a map called Verdun Heights, which is supposed to be quite cool. Forest on one mm. side, on fire. Lots of cool-looking battles in there. Like a French sort of raised... Sure, that was lower down to start with. Oh, going to nudge that down. Oh. She's quite unfortunately positioned from where Dan's sitting. Yeah, that's <laughs> subtle. <laughs> um, that's a great penis. Yes, that is a great penis. Yeah. Um, is it worth buying the expansion pass for? Pretty much every review I've read of it, or every preview, uh, has said if this is a spell of things to come. <laughs> 
then yeah, it's worth buying the fucking expansion season pass thing, but then that's what you can say about every season yeah, pass. Yeah, it's impossible. The first bit of quality. Until they're all out, it's impossible to say whether it was worth exactly. it. Exactly. It's like, it's like with the Hitman thing, there were only several insane people, me among them, who bought the whole game to start with. Um, but most but people my, just my kind of picked up problem with those level. things is, you have to love every single thing on that expansion pass to make it work. Because it's not that much cheaper. No. So if you wanted maybe three out of the six DLCs, but another three you thought, no, I'm not really fussed about that, mm. you'd be better off just getting three of them. Yes. Mm. I <laughs> I bought the season pass for uh, Arkham Knight. Mm. Um, and then got tons of shit. Tons <laughs> and bollocks. tons of really subpar shit. Mm. <laughs> Bear in mind, I'm one of the few people that defend that game. Oh, it's a great yeah, game. Yeah. Like, the core game is really good. All the unnecessary bullshit and different cars. Like, you can you can roll around Gotham, yeah. fucking music blasting in the tumbler, but, but you, you can't do shit all in the tumbler. No, you can't. You can only use it for... Driving. No, no, for the Riddler, like, driving. Yes, yeah, yeah. or just driving around. Can you actually you drive can around? Actually drive around. Because I've never tried that. But you can't do any of the converting to battle mm. mode yeah, thing. Yeah. So you can't do any of the rest of the gameplay. Mm. And if you come up to a point where you do, it just defaults back to the other battlefield. So it's like, if what am I doing Rick's, with my money? It's a minimum effort, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. I should, I've, got a, I've got a kid. I should be buying nappies and food and... <laughs> and and cleaning the gutters out, and I bought this shit. So, and also, it's, some of it will be so easy. Like, the tumbler, you could get it converted into that thing that Bane's rocking around. <laughs> I love what you say. Oh, it'd be so easy. Yeah. Well, I could do it. I'll do it for you. It's fine. Yeah, and, um, and, like, and the um, the Batmobile, the 1990s one, turns into the, like, the armoured If they yeah. thought about it, beyond mm. the whole, let's just get it out so that we can stick to an arbitrary timetable, mm. then yes, they would have done that. But they didn't, because they don't care. I must say, though, the Batmobile <laughs> in, in Arkham Knight is awesome. Looks cool. Yeah, it is awesome. Yeah. Can I have one of those cones? Yeah, of course you can. That's fine. That's our snack. I'll have a drink, please. Yep. Yeah. What do you want? Uh, can I have a San Pellegrino? Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'll have one of those as well. Do you know what? It's a do snack you, break. Do you use yourself for one as well? I'll yeah. go for one of those as well. Go for it. It's not what else have we got? There's um, oh sorry, there's one a bit. Layers of Fear is free with games of gold at the moment. Can I have noise? I have played none of it, mm-hmm. but I'm looking forward to playing some of it. Um, <laughs> I've been told mainly because I'm a massive fan of PT, even to the point buying a PlayStation 4 with it on that I can't now do anything with mm. because I can't connect up to the internet without screwing everything up. Um, but I probably shouldn't admit that, but that's fine. Um, I, um, yes, <laughs> shouldn't have said that. But hey, um, it's fine, don't worry about it. It's not the legal. Sony ninjas are already, Sony ninjas are already coming. parachuting out of the um, helicopter into your house. It apparently takes what PT did, but then multiplies that by a million, and you end up walking down a thousand corridors. Um, like 9 11 times. <laughs> yeah, 9 9. <laughs> Thousand one hundred. <laughs> it's just it's just mental. Apparently, it takes it to the absolute extreme. But yeah, cool. Should be worth a squirt, I guess. Excellent, say. Definitely right. There's quite a bit to talk about Nintendo-wise. Ugh. So let's do it. And most of it's quite positive, I think. Should we start with the Jim Sterling stuff? Because we should mention that. That's been big news today. It's just so stupid. You, you read it then, you read it, yeah. I, I've skimmed it, because whenever this happens, mm. 
and it happens all the time. It's just. Uh, do you not understand the concept of journalism? Yes, and and reviewing, and that it's one person's opinion. But there's very few. There's very few games journalism sites that aren't slightly questionable anyway, mm. because they make all their money from games publishing companies. We've discussed this before on the podcast, haven't we? Uh, we'll set the scene. Jim Sterling gave uh, Breath of the Wild a 7 out of 10. Jim. Um, which has affected his its Metacritic score, and now Nintendo fans are going apeshit about it. Not all of them. Some of them are... All those other perfect 10s are apparently not enough. Yeah. They had, they're they so het up that Jim Sterling didn't like it. He's, no, he liked it. That's the, you gave it a 7 out of 10. Right, but didn't yeah. like it enough to give it 10 out of 10. Exactly. There's <laughs> so many things in this that just make me feel angry and Yeah, really angry and frustrated. The fact that people are bitching like about sense. a bad review. Hmm. The fact that games companies, especially publishers, think that Metacritic scores are important. Mm-hmm. And, just, and, the, and, and the fact that a 7 out of 10... Is a bad review. There's, there's so clearly not unbiased reporting if everything's getting it a perfect. Term. So here's here's some of the the general gist of what's what's happened today. Uh, here's a so quote a from where that come from. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's a quote from the review, which is at its absolute best, Breath of the Wild offers some of the most absorbing experiences a Zelda game ever has. Uh, unfortunately, it makes you work harder for it than you should. Buried as it is under a, pile, a small pile, let me do that again. Buried as it is under a pile of small but constant irritations that collaborate to form a thick crust of frustration around a delectable. Symptom. I like the phrase that thick is crust of frustration. Yeah. Yeah. Breath of the Wild is a delightful adventure, one that tries its utmost to be as big a pain in the ass as possible. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying is he's enjoying the game, but there's some things that he found frustrating about it. This is just so stupid. So why is no why is no one else finding it frustrating? Why they is, are because it, the, the only people that get passionate about this are the sort of twats that make death threats when they get a slightly miffed by a review. Which he's received, by the way, death threats over this. Okay, but, but games like there's a subset of games fans mm. who are the worst people in the world. Mm. You know, they're, they're the most ridiculously <laughs> vocal. Mm. Communities, like games companies, ninety <laughs> yeah, percent of people just don't give a shit. Mm. But games companies are so beholden to their communities, mm. who are really small subsets of their users, who have a massively disproportionate voice. You get that whole GamerGate nonsense. They yeah, just that represent people. They're they're horrendous people who end up making it that anyone who remotely considers themselves a gamer or someone who plays games it, you suddenly start to feel a bit embarrassed about it again just when it was becoming sort of socially acceptable and people recognising that there's more to it than bleeping arcade machines you get these absolute butt munchers being horrendous misogynistic racist sexist arseholes and making everybody look bad so and you get people who do things like flip out because their favourite game got a seven out of ten rather than a ten. Mm. Doesn't that affect you your enjoyment no, of the game? But my mean? but my question is why why are not more people who reviewed the game standing up picking up mm. on? No, not just this. Yeah. I mean, Jim Stone said what he did, and mm. the re- the result is terrible. But you know, it's his review, and mm. people don't like it. But mm. why why has it got so many perfect scores? Why are there no other people going? 
there were frustrations and saying it probably didn't deserve 10 out of 10, but 9 out of 10, because there must be some frustrations. And why are people treating it like it's doing something that no other game has done before? It's an open world fantasy RPG. It's yeah, like, I'm sure it's, it's really, like, really good. I can't the think of, genre that think of two I've already mentioned today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I would love to play it, and you know, when it so gets when it gets ported to the iPad, I will play it. Mm. Here's, here's here's what I think. So Gambit is my favourite, probably one of my favourite characters in anything of all time, right? And the thought of a Gambit film makes the blood flow to my penis a little bit. So I'm not going to lie. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, of course. Now that film, if that film is vaguely decent I will say it's one of the best films ever made well then you're part of the problem no 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 but th- that's the point th- 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 I-, I will know it's not well that you're the problem people have been waiting for a Zelda game for so long uh-huh. that because this game is I, I have now haven't played it but from what I understand which was exactly my point yeah. when I said to someone yeah. on Facebook who yeah. I ended up getting into an argument with yeah. I, I said to them their sound the, a lot of the reviews I read sounded relieved mm. which is probably what influenced the massive scores yes and has probably turned it from being what I think you'd probably term a competent game on new technology into people thinking it's the prophesied return of Christ. Let me put it this way. I'll be very surprised if it's better than Witcher or Skyrim. I think it's got a long way to go. The art style alone, mm. when people say it's a it's a design choice, you know, it of course it is. It's, it's a forced by the design within the limitations of the yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a forced it's, design choice. It's a forced choice. design yeah. choice. So let's let's wrap that up right now. This is no Skyrimic epic. Yeah, that's right, Skyrim. I love that. So we're going to use that as an adjectival noun. Get that on the other t-shirt. On the front, back, Skyrimic. Yeah. Front, double baby. Double baby. Double baby. Double baby. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. I think it's going to be one of those competent open worlds, mm. like Driver was. Mm. <laughs> so I'm not the biggest Jim Sterling fan. I'll be honest. I think he's a bit of a twat. He's a bit but of a he, he, I watch his videos. I still end up watching them, and a lot of the time he makes a lot of sense. It's just that I don't find him particularly funny. I don't like the Inquis- Jim Quisition persona he puts on. I'd rather watch him yeah. than PewDiePie. Yeah. Mm. PewDiePie oh, irritates no. me. But it's not, this isn't about him. All he did was give an honest review of it. It's people's reaction to it, and not just not being able to go, oh, I don't quite agree with that, but fair enough. And this seems like a... Fair enough, Jim, that's your opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it but I'll defend to the death your right to have an opinion of your own Jim Sterling yeah. and you do you, you can't take seriously like GameSpot or something like that you're reading their review of a game and the header and both <laughs> yeah. sides of the page are plastered <laughs> with adverts for that game mm. that is how they make their money the only people who advertise or games journalism sites are games companies. You very rarely, you, the odd movie, but you very rarely see adverts for anything else. So, and, and it's not just the advertising. They get taken on junkets and all sorts of things. So they're not, they're not going to be honest in their reviewing. <laughs> Didn't GameSpot get into hot water over mm. Kane and Lynch? Yeah. Which was given yeah. an almost perfect... And game it was, score. It was not a good game. It was like it was. Yeah, that was the time when they had the major Kane and Lynch advertising campaign. Right? But again, all like, you need to do is just sort of have a little bit of a think about it. Just make up your own mind. Mm. Read more than one review, and 
consider where this stuff's coming from. I've never understood the um, the fervent fan. Mm. I've never understood the fan that gets so angry that you don't like the same things as them yeah. that they they call you stupid mm. or they think that you're a moron or they attack stuff something of yours just out of spite because you attack their thing. Do you remember when Uncharted 4 came out and there was the change.org petition to get the guy from the Washington Post to change your... Oh, it's not. And I'm, I'm, I'm the worst of all. I mean, I got into arguments with people over Uncharted 4 just mm. saying it's one of those series that really didn't need another game mm. and it's mm. not brilliant. Or that people. It's when people go over the top and call things like groundbreaking. Yeah, no, it's, it's doing not done. groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. It's doing something that games have been doing for a long time very well. Let's keep things... Mm. You know, wind your neck in. It's not groundbreaking. It's not. Mm. It's not earth-shattering. It's not the next step in entertainment. It's just a good example of something. Let's you know. Let's <clears throat> the easiest. Game. We always talk about taking games mm. seriously. We yeah. always talk about people ruining it for everyone mm. else. And the fact is that because the games industry is business, it yeah. always has this hype. You've always got the marketing people who are always looking for another way to push the limit in terms of what they can and can't say. I know they've got to make sales, but unfortunately, their audience is pretty established. Mm. It's the same people with the same desires, whether they be younger or older as they come through from generation to generation. At the moment, we are sitting at this precipice where gaming is either going to carry on and be respected to a point, Mm. and every now and then duck out of the shell when some twat says something stupid, or it's going to collapse off the side and we're going to get just mega corporations doing everything because people Mm. are going to get pissed off. They're going to find other platforms to do it Mm. on. And maybe, God forbid, places like the Switch are going to be how you play games from now on. Mm. Goodbye consoles, goodbye big... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm ranting. I just... I think I'm ranting. You are, but (laughs) with a purpose and it makes perfect sense. I just... It, it's not it's not a great situation and I look forward to seeing Yahtzee who's a good friend of Jim Sterling I believe yes him his review of Breath of the Wild yeah which I'd imagine will be probably ruder at least I would say because he's a critic yeah exactly yeah. He, and he even says it in one of his videos people said people, he was responding I think it was the mailbag one he did ages ago someone said oh you just criticise all the games he goes because I'm a critic yeah. that's mm. what I do I point out mm. everything that's bad about the game but he also you know and he started off his Bioshock review by mm. going eh, that's pretty good yeah, 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 and then went into a big oh, right, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Was, you know um so, yeah, I think he'll probably be... I've always said his reviews of things are usually the most genuine mm, because yeah. he tells you everything that's shit about and, it. And, and if you don't care, you're going to play yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah, I quite like that. It's sort of that you watch it and you go, yeah, I can live with all that. Yeah. And if that's what you think, yeah. you'll probably really enjoy the game. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if you watch it thinking that would ruin it for me, mm. then uh, you're out. I, use, I can always tell. If his is particularly... <laughs> if his is particularly um, critical, like... Mm super critical to the point where he's actually taking the piss out yeah. of it usually there's a poo on the screen that yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I, I always know this is going to be a rubbish game <laughs> yeah yeah because like, yeah. he does begrudgingly admit when things are good yeah yeah so here's love you sorry I don't I, personally and I've, once again I've not played Breath of the Wild I can't see that a game that we fall over ourselves for something like Inside oh what a game, though. It didn't do anything different, but what it did do, it did perfectly. 
right? Hmm. I think that's fair to say. Like, it, it, as perfect... Well, uh, okay, perfect is a difficult word. There, there are some use. issues with it, yeah, but it's... But I've read bad reviews of Inside. Mm. I didn't kill anybody. No. I didn't start it. any fucking petitions no. <laughs> to just prove I, I, why we're not allowed nice things. Do you remember when Change.org How could you... Useful? You go on Change.org and there's petitions like, you know, oh, we need to increase aid to the refugees. Yeah. There's... We need to make sure that racism is take, uh, taken out of football. We need to try and encourage supermarkets not to place adverts in newspapers that spread hatred and division and fear. Mm. And you look through those and you go, yeah, I think my point about Zelda Breath of the Wild is just <laughs> as bad as all of this and it's really going to get people. Yeah. Fuck off. And just Petition to make Sterling's <laughs> change his own opinion. His own opinion, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I'd say I'll, I'll. Here's the one thing: is get definitely guaranteed. Everyone's going to watch the next next Jimquisition. Yeah, because I'm going to watch it because he's already said it's up already. Because I've just got a link to it. My friend just sent me a link to it. Alex, he's been on the pod actually, so you know her. Um, oh yeah, Alex. Yeah. Um, Hope you're well. Um, she she just sent me a link saying, "I know you don't like Jim Sterling, but you might like this one." And apparently, it's um, pretty ranty on his his side of things. So. Sounds good. Yeah, I know what you've been masturbating to tonight. It's absolutely excellent for him because his YouTube revenue is going to go through the roof. Oh, 100%, yeah. It it couldn't have worked any better for him. I would kill him for his figures. So, Breath of the Wild doing quite well. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. great. Switch doing quite well. Come out, done all right. A few hardware issues. Apparently, some pretty serious hardware issues. Okay, but I've managed to avoid this a lot of this. Well, the left controller has a big design, a fundamental design flaw. Oh no, no, hang on though, aren't they, aren't they saying it's less than half a percent of all people who bought a Switch are experiencing these difficulties? And you think, hang on, <laughs> I've seen quite a lot of complaints yeah, about this. That's also impossible to say because they might mean if we add up all the things that we've seen and compare that to the sales numbers, but you don't know who hasn't hasn't experienced it. You've got who's no not way saying of it? Who's too scared? Also, people might just have not counts. It doesn't happen all the time. It's fine, it's fine. I just won't use that one. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Bluetooth antenna is woefully unfit for purpose and is placed right behind a massive lump of metal inside the <laughs> controller. So it really struggles to maintain connectivity, which is quite difficult with Bluetooth. That's why Apple AirPods are only just a mm. thing. Bluetooth headphones have existed for ages, but they always have to put the wire between them because it's very difficult to get a signal from one side of a human head mm. to the other with something as weak as a Bluetooth transmitter. Um, so the, the there's a guy that opened one up like this, yeah. and he soldered on just like a piece of copper wire, mm. like ten centimeters of it. Just soldered that on to the Bluetooth antenna, mm. which is printed onto the circuit board in the Switch controller. It's not a physical separate thing. Mm. And then it worked fine. And he did sort of experience with them. He'd taken them like 40 metres apart and it's still working. So it wouldn't have been a, a difficult thing to do. But it does seem like a fairly big cock-up. And, and apparently the, also... So this the, dude just popped open his switch. Yeah, it's like an engineer type guy. Yeah, yeah. The first thing he was going to do was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also the dock, which looks like the plasticiest piece of shit ever. Ninety dollars scratches sir. up yeah. your uh, your screen. Yes, if you if you um, because it is essentially just a shell with a, um, a USB connection. Is that right? Yeah. Is it like a, and the uh, no, it's an it's HDMI sh- connection, which you yeah. have to sort of find. All it does is a is a pass through <laughs> thing. I thought it'd be like a nice sort of sleekly yeah. engineered padding on the side piece of kit. and yeah. you would expect yeah that when you put the screen in it was very carefully held so that the screen was yeah. never physically near 
anything inside the dock. But it's just a USB. Sword. It's just like a, a USB port, isn't it, basically? Yeah, that's all it is. Nice. Yes. It co- the whole thing costs £280. You're not going to expect yes, So you're not going to expect quality. Much like, in, in a similar <laughs> way, much like um, the controller's got a nice little message for gamers that bought this. You've seen that. Like, if you buy the Pro Controller, they've hidden a little message for the gamers in there. Much like that, the dog's got a message that just says, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to scratch this corner of your screen, yeah, you yeah. cunt. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? You know this is a handheld console. Yeah. We all know it's a handheld console. Why are you even trying yeah. to pretend? And no, that's the other thing. Sit down and play Breath of the Wild, you fuck. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> over. Go... <laughs> Go play on the shitter like you... Yeah. <laughs> which is what it's for. I mean, what it I... really needs is... What is another game for it? I want to switch. Want to switch. What is another game for it? That's oh, not a game. Snipper tits? Or snipper tits! There's a snipper tits? There's snipper clips. That looks snipper clips as well. Can you, like... Uh, off the top of your... Can, can you actually <laughs> name <laughs> any Switch games? Oh, it's got... Um, there's, there's Inside. There no, is... Any Switch games. Oh, Switch games. Mm. Okay. Not other games that happen to be ab- be available on the Switch. Oh, okay. What about... Um, um, uh, the port there's... of Super Mario Kart 8. Yeah, yeah. 0.5. Yeah. It, needs, it needs some good exclusives. It's Everyone who's bought it so far was always going to buy it. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to be enough. So it's broken records. The Switch sales are broken records at the moment. In the what US records? and the UK, uh, they they beat it's beaten the Wii for an initial launch. But then now the everyone only seems people to that bought the Wii yeah. were always going to buy the Wii, and the only people seem to forget the Wii was really hard to get hold of in the first weekend. Oh, not the Wii U. No, the Wii. Yeah, yeah. the 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 launch of the Wii was a classic Nintendo manufacturing mm. shortfall fuck up. So in one year, there is no way the Switch is going to have the same number. I'm, I'm, see, I'm I'm willing to sit back and stroke my beard over this, but I think you're probably right. Because yeah, the, Wii, the Wii was impossible to get hold of, and then yeah. three weeks later, you could get two for 50p in Tesco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you pick one up when you went in to get some carrots. <laughs> it's not going to be the same with the Switch. Yeah, it's just carrots, nuts, cashews. <laughs> now, people would argue that the Xbox 360 had fatal in terms of the console flaws as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course it did, but it didn't have. It didn't manifest immediately. They waited until you'd all bought one, and then they all started exploding. (laughs) I suppose so. And then they they, also, when it happened, you put it in a box. It got sent to the Netherlands, and you got a new Xbox. Yeah. Are are they repairing? No, Jack, uh, someone I work with, who's been on the podcast, actually, that matter. He uh, he pointed out that apparently Nintendo are saying that. The ones that have been supplied with dead pixels, they're considered a feature. Wow. Oh, I'm so lucky. I've got a special feature on mine. <laughs> yeah. That's pr- that, uh, dead pixels are a pain in the arse. That's not something that's acceptable on, no. a, on something like that. And that should be part of the QA process. Can we... there's, there's a thing you can do. You, you can During manufacture, they can check for that, and it should ditch any units that have got one. Can we talk about the massive elephant in the room that is this has been marketed as a home console? And it's not. It's not a home console. It's okay. a, it's it's what we said it was going to be, which is, it's a portable console and a powerful portable console that eventually you're going to be able to play Skyrim on, which is really cool. Yeah, but it's going to look like you're playing it on a potato. But and it performs better. It do, it performs better outside the dock. <clears throat> like every, m- m- nearly all the games are performing better in handheld mode. Yeah, I'm not really sure in. why that is because it does mm. have. There's more. Is it that there's there's more. 
power available to it when it's in the dock, but the upscaling is bigger than the increase in... If you imagine, the, the processor probably goes... So it, it gets a bit, of a, a bit of a bump in terms of processor power mm. when it's docked. Does it, though? Well, I mean, there's no, there's no... It must just be because it knows it's got a constant power supply. Mm. It runs things a bit quicker. There's no hardware in the dock apart from the pass through for power and HDMI. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah, it's, it's running things. So basically, it kind of it overclocks it slightly when you put it in there because it knows that the battery is not going to be flat in five minutes. But it runs things better in handheld mode because it's when it's, when it's in the dock, oh, it's right, trying yeah. to upscale it. If if the what's the res- it's like seven twenty. Yeah, seven twenty screen. But the screen is small enough, so 720 looks yeah. crazy. And that's fine. Shut up, okay? If yeah. you just put that on your 50-inch plasma, it would look like you're, you're playing it through a filmy, filmy turdy veil. <laughs> so the dock doesn't do anything remotely clever except connect no, no, to your TV. You, you didn't need to put the word except or anything after yeah. that. It doesn't do anything remotely clever. It, so could, it could be a cable. So you just hook it up to... Yeah, it could be a cable. I mean, and you can connect you cables. paying a premium for a more convenient way to store it rather than just plugging something in and leaving it on the side next to the telly. Yeah. And you can plug um, any USB-C isn't in to charge it. Yeah. But the problem is, because it's on the bottom of the screen, so you've got the screen like this, and the biggest problem is when you try to flick up the thing, it's underneath. So, so you can't you, charge it and play. You can't charge system. it and have it like that. Well done, Nintendo. That's, that is and just, the only, the only is reason it's stupid. there is so you can hook it into your dock. Well, then they should have been cleverer with the dock. Yes. They should have put that's, that's, you that's should a real to do it industrial there. design. Can you it. imagine if Apple did that? Well, Apple did do that. Did they? They did. Um, they had they had a, a mouse. Yeah. A wireless mouse. Yeah. So you need to charge them up every now and then. So in all of them, the wire goes in there. So you yeah. carry on using it just like a cabled mouse. But on Apple's one, the dock was. On the bottom of the mouse. Yeah. So when you were charging it up, you can use you it. You just had to put your mouse down and wait for an hour, <laughs> and then you could then you could go back to it. So they do. They do. Fun. So people are already, they do fuck up quite often. People are they already, did another mouse that was perfectly circular. So you had no. You put it in your hand, <laughs> and then you had no idea which way it was forward. You had to sort of uh, rotate. Oh, there we go. There we go. We're going. People are already experiencing noticeable control lags mm. when they when the switch is docked. Hmm. But a lot of people, sorry, I've just <laughs> let off what can only be described as a ripe odour. Um, wonderful. Wonderful. Um, to the point where it's the kind of thing that most fans mm. of the Switch will say, oh, it only happens every now and then and you can kind of get used to it. But, it's, you know, most other people would say, this is fucking ridiculous. I've tried to play Breath of the Wild mm. for half an hour and seven or eight times it's been completely overwhelmed by frame rate issues, which people say often happens in the heat of battle, which is obviously when you want those... Yeah, it's when it actually matters. Big. And this, that's the sort of stuff slowdowns that happen. prevents growth of their audience. Mm. So everyone that's prepared to make excuses for it and go, oh, it only happens every now and then, it's not too bad, they're the people who are going to buy it anyway, they're going to buy the next thing. Mm. Yeah. It's the people who are thinking about maybe buying a Switch that they need to get on board. And if you read that it's shonky hardware with no decent games available overpriced and unreliable control you're not going to think you know I'll give it a go I would love to know how how well Breath of the Wild is on Wii U is it on the Wii U yeah 
Every right. single Wii U at the same time. Well, it might buy it's a cheap Wii U to play it. Though. Exactly, that's yeah. kind of the way exactly. I was. Yeah. yeah, and it seems to be seems to be um, that there's a couple of like you don't get a map, for example, and it feels like the kind of petty move that Nintendo might make just to say, "Well, fuck you if you bought it on the Wii U," because mm. we've taken your mini map away. Um, and uh, Wait, what, you don't mean you mean a printed map. No, it did, not on the screen. But like they've actually removed a feature yeah, from so the game. Because otherwise it won't run on the Wii U, I believe. I think I might be right about that. Bullshit. Yeah. Minimap is... Uh, that's bullshit. Oh, that's exactly. fucking clown shoes. Exactly, that is, isn't that? it? Yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Fucking defend that and keep a fucking straight face. Anyone out I there... I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Anyone yeah. out there, I fucking challenge you to defend that. That is bullshit. Yeah, and if you, no excuse you have is good enough. Because if you're going to release only... something on, on a format, release it in a way that it can play it. Downscale the already pretty awful graphics anyway. <laughs> Just fuck off oh, for fuck's sake. So. Like, this was a game that was designed for you as well. I had a Spectrum. And you'd you go into an uh, you go into an arcade mm. and play an arcade game, and then in Software Plus in the maltings, they would have like that arcade game for the Spectrum. You go, wow, that's available on the Spectrum, and you buy it and load it, and you got like four pixels going, <laughs> <laughs> and you think that that is not Street Fighter Two. That's not the same. <laughs> yeah, but they, they did release Street Fighter Two for the Spectrum. It was. Not a success. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you had um, like Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem 3D was on the Mega Drive. Mm. It was unplayably bad. Yeah, but I don't, they didn't really worry about it back then. No. Just, uh, have you got something more important to do? No, he's looking up um, I'm, sales. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm looking up. I'm looking up the difference between Wii U and Switch Breath of the Wild. I'm listening. Sorry, uh, Switch version will also feature higher quality environmental sounds. As a result, the sound, tweet, tweet. the sound of steps, water, grass, etc., are more realistic and enhanced in the game's open air field. That's all right. None of that really affects gameplay. It's the nice to have. The Switch version will render it to 900p on a TV compared to the Wii U at 720. 900p? Yep. That's not a P number. <laughs> the only difference is minimal, such as different button icons and the fact that only Switch version will launch with special and master editions containing both bonus physical collectibles. Uh, Nintendo was noted that the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild will require 3 gig of available memory. Both versions will have frame rate of 30 FPS. That said, we noted the Wii U version frequently struggled to hit that goal. It struggled to hit 30 FPS. Um, anyway. I think I, I thought there was more than that, but yeah. Alright, okay, so, uh, <laughs> so if there is a middle map, then that's fine, <laughs> and you don't have to prove anything. So Breath of the Wild looks good. The Switch doesn't look like it's convinced any of us people that complain about reviews are idiots and and actually games journalists that give everything 10 out of 10 because that's where their money comes from are morally questionable yeah (laughs) that's good so that about wraps up that about wraps up the episode I think think so we're done we once again wrapped it up with we might not talk about Switch next week let's not let's not but okay a moratorium on Switch Switch Unless something... Unless something catastrophically hilarious happens. <laughs> like the girl, like in the advert, just... Do, just I don't know. Not, <laughs> being beaten by her, no! by her friends for not... For, why, why did you bring the Switch? We're trying to have a nice time! <laughs> trying to talk! Anyway. Right, Dan, get us out of here. Thanks 
for listening. Anyway, and watching. And watching. With your eyes. And with my giant... Hang on, I wonder if I can... Let's let's not sing to that. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was worth it. Uh, yeah, visibly we're going to um, you're 35 <laughs> we're going to wrap this up so thanks for listening and watching uh, you can contact us on Twitter which is at 2MTOH you can contact us on Facebook facebook.com forward slash TMTOH and we're back up on the website I noticed you put an article up earlier I put an article yeah. up today yeah. yes <laughs> yeah. do, you want, do you want to go into what you oh it's um, basically just four or five movie quotes that I particularly enjoy I'm going to check the emails tomorrow. I've made that decision right now. Talk to us at tmtoh.com or Talk to us at tmtoh. You'll go in there and be like offers from Hollywood. We heard your first podcast and we want to turn you into a movie. And another one six months later going, you know what, fuck you guys. Never talk to me again. We were going to make you into Hollywood kids and now like, no, you're done. We want you guys to come out to LA. Tmtoh at no talk to us at tmtoh.com mm. okay we're going to go now so thanks for listening I've been Dan this is Russ this is Tom James Gurnalist was here earlier and um goodbye bye bye bye